Hi, you're listening to another sermon from Deep Creek Anglican Church. How are we all doing? You good? Besides, yeah? Is everyone okay? It's not too scared? They're all good? They're chilling? Awesome. All right. I have been tasked with the final youth talk for our services this year. Final part of our series. And uh, have anyone noticed I grabbed the birthday chocolates? No. I mean, it could be, actually. I, it could be. So I could be wrong there. But my question for you is, does anyone remember anything from our previous youth services? We've had a series, and I'm willing to give away chocolates. Ben, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to, like, pull you out of this one. Bit of an unfair advantage. Yes, April, I think, was first. Yes. What do you got? I, I'm going to need more than I don't know. Is what? Oh, you're kind of on the right track, Joey. Yeah, that's... Oh, I don't think we talk about Exodus too much. I think it's more of a Sunday thing. More of a, more of a Sunday morning thing. Autumn? There was a lady with a white shirt and blonde hair. Go, 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 David. Oh, my man. Boom. There you go. The upside down kingdom. That is one of the things. Did she? She should reverse. Any others? Reuben? Oh, yes. Yes. Can you have one for giving? Maybe. Uh, anything else? Uh, Phoebe? Beck was there. Beck was there. Lots of people were there. That's great. Anything else? Anything else? Okay, that is all right. Well, the good thing is I prepared a couple of things to clarify for us. Okay, so talk one. Thank you. We talked about the upside down, how God's kingdom actually is kind of pretty crazy and sometimes how... You know, it's pretty different from our way of life. And Ben used the example of a sport team and how we're kind of all playing like that and how Jesus subs in for us when, uh, when things are bad, when things are tough, and when things are good. Jesus is subbing in for us all the time. He's part of our team. He's one of us. Number two, we talked about the inside-out kingdom. Sometimes in our life, things, you know, we have to look at the outside, you know, and that's going to make things better. You know, how we look, how we dress, our success, our fame, well, God actually, he much, much, he values so much actually what goes on the inside. And he wants that. He wants to work inside of us first, and then it's going to have an influence on the outside. And then number three, now and not yet, we had uh, Annalise come along, and she was explaining how the kingdom kind of works in the moment to help us. But there's also such a bigger plan going on. So it's now and not yet. And we looked at the entire family tree of Jesus, how there was a plan, even though there's so many names, and we often skip over this part of the Bible. Jesus had a plan for all those people, and it was building. It was building to the arrival of himself, spreading to the arrival of Jesus. So the kingdom is working now and not yet. All right, any guesses for today? We've mentioned the word a bunch of times. It's been said. Any ideas of what today is all about? Seb is waving up his hand. Seb, I know you're looking at the notes, but I will allow you to have a guess. What is it? All in. I don't, I don't, I'm too scared to throw this, so I'm just going to gently put it in the basket and I'll give you one later, if that's okay. Don't damage the equipment. All in. We are talking about what it means to be all in with God. All in the all in kingdom. Okay, 
What have I got on screen there? I've got a whole heap of, what have I got? I got butter, oil, vanilla, Kalia, cake ingredients, bam, there you go. Yep, incredible. We have ingredients for a cake. All right, we have everything there. I'm pretty sure, now granted, I'd like to clarify, I'm not a cook, I'm not a baker. So, but I'm pretty sure, according to Google and their pretty definitive recipes, that is all the things we need for a cake. And yes, we have got as well the electric whisk because we're, uh, we're, it must be nice, we have electric whisks to use. We've got a spoon as well, if that's kind of your vibe. And we've got the oven as well. We've got something missing though. We've got a missing ingredient. What is the missing ingredient? I don't know. Well, I'm going to come back. I love that there's hands. I'm going to come back to you though. I'm going to come back to you. All right. What I want to do is talk about a guy from the Bible. Okay, we're going to leave that there. This guy's name, he's a disciple of Jesus. Any guesses to who this might be? I'm going to talk about a disciple today, Jaden. What was that? Peter? Yes, mate. Do you like Turkish delight? Because that's what you're getting. Incredible. Yes. All right. I want to talk about Peter today. Okay. Peter was one of the disciples of Jesus. He was a really, really awesome guy. He was, you know, super enthusiastic. He was super fired up. He did so many awesome things, okay? But, you know, he wasn't always perfect because no one is. And, um, you know, he kind of had some, he messed up a couple of times. Jesus saw so much in Peter, but he saw that he also wasn't necessarily ready yet. He wasn't, he wasn't all in yet. And um, something happens to Peter. Um, a pretty significant event we might have checked out in the Bible before. Um, Peter does die, but we're not going to focus on that today. Um, when Jesus is put to death on the cross, um, Peter is watching from afar, and someone approaches him, and they're like, "Hey, I recognise you. Aren't, one of, aren't you one of? Uh, aren't you one of his followers? Aren't you one of his uh, his crew, his guys, his disciples? Does anyone know what Peter said?" Gabe. Yeah, he says, I don't know him. Yes, man. Do you like, uh, do you like flakes? Yes, Gabe. Oh, what a catch. Deserves a second one, but I'm not going to give it to you. Yes. Okay, so, um, yeah, he gets asked, are you a follower of Jesus? Aren't you one of his friends? And he says no. And then the person asks again, aren't you? You are definitely, definitely one of his followers. And he's like, no, nah, that's, uh, that's, that's definitely not me. And once more, the person's like, I'm convinced I'm convinced it is you, you are, you know, one of the disciples, and he once again says no. He denies Jesus three times. So clearly, at some stage, Peter was not. He wasn't all in. Uh, but Jesus saw this. Jesus saw this, and he knew about it, and he wanted to do something about it. And Jesus responds to him, and he says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he says. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. You know, 
Jesus saw so much in Peter. Like he sees so much in all of us. He's got such an incredible plan. He's got such a... He's got so many awesome things. I can't even try to predict what he's got planned for you guys. But, you know, Peter was not all in. Here's another way of checking it out. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, well, be all in. Again, Jesus asked, you love me? He says, yes. Jesus said, well, be all in. And the third time he says, be all in. Something clearly really clicked for Peter that day. Something really changed. You know, he really understood what it means to be all in. Flash forward in time, Jesus has left, okay? The disciples are waiting. They are waiting for the arrival of the Holy Spirit because Jesus promised that. Something happens. An amazing event occurs. People are, you know, speaking in tongues. There's tongues of fire. There's flames on people's heads. Everyone's like, what is going on right now? Something's happening. Everyone was scared, afraid. People were convinced that everyone was drunk because that's just the way they were behaving. It was bizarre. And it's Peter that stands up and explains what's happening. And he says, you know, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said this would come. This is what we have to do. We have to follow him. We have to be all in. We have to repent. We have to say sorry. We have to be better. Does anyone know what happened in that moment? Okay, cool. Yeah, Joey? Jesus did not appear, but that is a great, great guess. Well, I'll tell you. 3,000 people were saved that day. 3,000. Because there was that many people gathered, and there was, Jesus was clearly working in the space, and he chose Peter to be the one to stand up and explain to them what is happening. And he encouraged them to be all in. And they clearly listened. My question for you is this. Do you reckon Peter would have been able to reach so many people if he wasn't all in? I don't know. Maybe in that moment, if Peter wasn't all in, if he stood up and he was, you know, I don't know, he stood up and said that, maybe people would have been like, Walked off, yawned, I don't know, coughed, maybe thrown some tomatoes at him, I don't know quite how it would have gone, but I can imagine that if he wasn't all in, he um, it would have been a very different outcome that day. And Jesus knew this, like Jesus saw the potential in him and he wanted to see it come to fruition and it did. There's so many good things about it. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. We can't do these things that God has planned if we aren't all in. Okay. Stop there for a second. The cake. I'm going to go back to the cake. Any guesses what's missing? I'm going to have some water for dramatic effect. And I'm thirsty. Beck. The person who bakes the cake. Spot on. Good work. Great job. Yeah, let's look at this cake. Let's pretend the ingredients are in front of us right now. 
Can anyone bring it to life without touching it? I don't know, maybe Jesus could, but I definitely can't. I'm not even going to try, or I'm not even going to try and make those appear. We can't do these things. You know, someone needs to bake the cake. Like, they have to take action. They have to step up. You know, like, everyone here, right, all the parents at the back, all the helpers, there's people making food right now, they are here because they want to see you guys be all in with this stuff. And here's the catch, is that you're the one who has to make this cake, right? None of us can do it for you. We would love to, I would love to be able to say, here you go, here's the cake, here's everything you need, but truth be told, that comes from you because Jesus is so generous, he's so loving, and he gives us a choice whether we want to make our cake ourselves. And here's the thing, right? Like, if we picture all the ingredients in front of us, we have everything we need. Like, we do. Jesus has provided everything that we need. He does have it there. The ingredients are in front of us. But it's up to us to put that together. You know, your, your relationship with God, we cannot... Um, we can't force you to do this stuff. It has to come from you. You have to be the one to make your cake sort of thing. I'm going to skip ahead a few slides. The beautiful thing about Alyssa, though, I know I'm saying this stuff and it's easy to get scared and it sounds so dramatic and all these things, but it's not meant to be something that scares us. It's actually such a beautiful and rich and like joyful thing. In the passage that Ezra read, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This isn't just like, you know, someone to bake the cake. This is like everything. Someone to bake the cake. It's putting the icing. It's decorating. It's putting it in the shop. It's putting it out for sale. It's making some good... It's everything. This is absolutely everything that we're looking for. But the catch is I'm going to go back. I'm going back. Wrong slide. That's okay. No worries. We have to remain in him. Random guess, does anyone know how many times the word remain was said? A lot, yeah, I think that's a fair guess. I can't think, I think it's like 15, 20, something like that. The word remain comes up a bunch. Remain in me as I also remain in you. He remains in us now. He remains in us not yet as well. He's always with us. And he's always wanting to be with us. This is the God that makes things upside down. You know, it really doesn't make sense. Ben described it as if, imagine if we played one sport and then we switched and then we tried to play a different sport with the old rules. So he used the awesome analogy of, imagine we're playing rugby and then we go to basketball but then we, we keep playing rugby rules. Imagine that. All right, person's gone for a shot. I'm just going to tackle them. It's not going to work. Like, this kingdom is upside down. This is the, you know, making this cake, this is the thing that really changes our inside and really affects the outside. And it's the thing that prepares us both for what we need right now and for what we need in future. But we can't do this. Only you can. Think of Peter. You know, all it took for him to make such a difference was to be all in. And then who knows? Who knows how different the church would be today if that moment happened and, and no one stood up or if Peter didn't have faith and take courage and be bold. 
how different things would be today, how different we would be. Awesome. All right. I've done a lot of talking. What we're going to do now is we're going to head into a time of prayer. Okay? So what's going to happen is things are going to look a bit different this time. So what we'd love to see happen, guys, is we, some of the leaders, would love to be praying for you. Um, yeah, we would love to be praying for you, basically. And what we're going to do, we're going to have a couple of us up the front. Um, Ben's going to come up. I think Megan will come up. Um, and I'll be here too. And I really implore you guys to come up as well. We want to pray for you. Um, so, Seb, if you can click over to the next slide for me, please. Thanks, man. We have some prayer directs and directions and suggestions for you. So, you're going to come up to one of us in your own time, but we'd really love to like be praying for you. This is really important. So, some ideas. Prayer for help to trim off branches that bear no fruit in my life. For help to remain in Jesus' vine and to continue working to remain in the vine. Prayer to be all in with the kingdom of Jesus. To continue to find the joy in him and fill me up with his joy. Prayer to bear the fruit that Jesus wants me to bear and that he can show me where I can work. Or if you have something else going in your life you would like prayer for. So I'm going to... Heidi, would you better go grab Megan for me, please? Thank you. Um, so Ben, if you'd like to come up as well, um, I'll be here. Megan's going to be here. Um, we'll just put some music on and we would love for you to come up. And please don't waste an opportunity, you know. What if Peter wasted his opportunity? Who knows? So please, we would love to pray for you now. In your own time, please come up and uh, we'd love to be praying for you. So, yeah, we'll just put some music on and, uh, yeah, we'd love to be praying. So shall we all stand up together? Is that a bit less scary? Maybe let's stand up together. And, um, yeah, if you'd like to come up and please, you know, choose anyone you like, you know, you know doesn't matter. So um, you've got Megan, you've got Ben, you've got I, and we'd love to pray for you for a bit.